And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever in the world you are. And we do have a global audience. This is the Freedom Media Network. I am your host, Kurt Mercadante, and this is the Freedom Friday episode. Thank you so much for joining. If you're a first-time visitor, welcome. Return visitor, welcome back. And I ask you for a single favor. If you get value from this episode and any other episodes you've listened to, please go and leave us a positive rating and review wherever you listen to it. Don't do it for me. Do it because it makes you feel good to help other people. And if there are people in your life, your family, your friends, your colleagues, who you think would benefit from this program, please share it with them. And by leaving a positive rating and review, it helps expand our reach. It helps signal to other people who need to hear this show that this is a show worth listening to. So if you could go and do that, that would be wonderful. Now, here on this show, we are dedicated to helping you free yourself of the limiting beliefs, the stress, the tension, the anxiety, the programming, the crap, the clutter that keeps you from living your life of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. And speaking of freedom, in the last episode, we talked about flow, which is the fifth pillar in the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle that I wrote about in my book a few years ago. And today we're going to talk about another pillar, the third pillar, which is alignment. And we're going to talk about why alignment is much more important than balance, because so many people are chasing balance. Maybe you chase it. Maybe you're working long hours. Something feels not just right. You have that sense of overwhelm, of frustration. Maybe you don't see your spouse, your kids enough. You feel like you don't have time to read that good book or even head to the gym. And you keep seeking work-life balance. But the more you seek it, the more you attempt to achieve it, the further away it seems. I'm sorry, but you're setting yourself up for a life of regret. Why? I want you to write this down. I want you to remember it. If you remember nothing else from, hell, any episode we, you listen to here on this show, it's this. Work-life balance is 100% complete and total bullshit. Work-life balance is bullshit. It's a myth. Here's why. When many people think of work-life balance, they tell themselves that, well, I'll put my head down, not see my spouse or kids, work 12 hours a day, not sleep and be miserable for a few weeks. I'm working on this project. After that, I'll come up for air. Then I'll see them. Maybe I'll take my spouse out on a date. Maybe I'll eat a salad and go for a walk. Now, if that happens, and it's a big if, a lot of times, most times, that two weeks turns into two months, turns into two years. Next thing you know, it's, well, I'm in this job I hate, but I just got to I gotta suck it up for another five or 10 years. And then that five or 10 years turns into this 65-year plan. You know what that is? You know what? I'm going to spend my life saving and scrimping and struggling and waiting until I'm 65. Then I'll retire. Then my spouse and I, we're going to travel the world. We're going to do all these wonderful things. Well, guess what? There is no guarantee. And I don't say this to be sad. I say this because it should be the most empowering goddamn thing you hear today. There is no guarantee that you or I will be here tomorrow, much less two weeks from now, much less two years from now, much less when we're 65, just in my family alone. People who are on that 65-year plan between the ages of 64 and 67, heart attack, knee replacement, stroke, cancer. And then when you get to that point, maybe you say, oh my gosh, it's just my luck. It's not your luck. It was your choice to spend your life waiting instead of living because you were chasing balance. Well, I'll work now and I'll live later. Guess what? There's only life. There isn't work over here and life over here. There's just life and it is your choice how you spend it. 
If you spend your life waiting instead of living, then when you get to that point where you think you can possibly live, and there's a lockdown, there's a pandemic, they cancel all the flights, you get sick. Guess what? That is all on you. That may be tough to hear, but it's absolutely 100% the truth. If I sound like I get passionate, I do because I know members of my family, I've had clients who get to that point and something happens, they blame it on circumstance. They go into victim mode. That's easy to do, but it's not true. When you spend your self-life waiting instead of living, you get what you ask for. You know, when I shut down my five or my uh, seven-figure agency five years ago, a former client said, I wish I could do what you did and just quit, gain my freedom. I don't like this job, but I have young kids. I just got to work a few more years. I know what's going to happen with him because I've seen it two dozen times at least over the past two years. For potential clients, people who don't hire me because they don't want to break free. They, they, I shouldn't say that. They want to break free. Their limiting beliefs are holding them back from breaking free because they believe they have to struggle and scrimp and save and spend their life waiting. Those few more years that you feel like you got to hang on for stretches into five, 10 years, and you're on the 65-year plan. There's so many people that fall into this endless cycle of balance chasing. The few years expands until that false hope that age 65 will bring paradise in a period of endless bliss. Remember, there's no guarantee that you or I We'll be here tomorrow, much less next week. Hell, over the last two and a half years, if you haven't learned that, I don't know what the hell is going to teach you that. Here's the deal. And I, I already said this earlier. There's not work in life. There's just life. And how you choose to spend the time in your life is entirely up to you. One of the keys of living, rediscovering your life of freedom and fulfillment isn't balance. It's alignment. Alignment aligning the three facets of your life in a way that works for you. Those three facets are relationships, self, and work. You know, the great Stoic Epictetus once wrote, who then is invincible? The one who cannot be upset by anything outside their reason choice. Now, you could probably take several meanings from that quote. For one thing, it strikes at those who allow their mindset and mood to be influenced by social media, politicians, goings on of celebrities, your Facebook friends, whatever it is. But I'd like to focus on Epictetus's quote and his term, quote, reasoned choice. Now, there are certainly things outside our control. I can't control the weather. Uh, to some degree, I can't control disease, although I can control my lifestyle choice, which choices, which, you know, impact the majority of diseases. I can't really control where I was born. I can't control the family. At this point, I can't control the family I was born into. I can't really control government shenanigans. The list goes on and on. In fact, most things in this universe you cannot control. Do you spend time worrying about all those things? There's a good chance you do. We live in a distraction society. Do you let those things impede your forward movement? I know people who do. They they ebb and flow back and forth with whatever's going on in the news. Do you let it destroy your mindset? Or do you focus on the very finite amount of things you can control? More importantly, do you actually realize that there's so many things in your life you can't control? Do you let go of those things or do you try to grasp onto them? 
You know, when my dad was told he only had six months to live due to bladder cancer, he could have chosen to shrivel up and spend the final six months of his life moping, angry, and not truly living. That would have been his choice. Instead, he chose a different path. Every time, I don't care how much pain you are, he was in, you'd say, Dad, how are you doing? He would say, fantastic. He chose, instead of moping and going into victim mentality, he chose to say, I'm doing fantastic. And then you know what? He would turn it around and say, but tell me about you. That was his choice. When the shit hits the fan, do you go into victim mode? Do you go onto social media and post a struggle porn knowing that you get likes and views and get that temporary dopamine hit, sharing your emotional contagion with your network? Or do you say, I'm doing great, how are you doing? Do you spread those emotions? You know, emotions, good or bad, are contagious. Not just for yourself. Shitty emotions, shitty state of consciousness. That's not a victimless crime. So my dad chose a different path. And he chose to live. There were so many things he wanted to do. He wanted to attend his granddaughter's wedding, which he did. He wanted to attend our kids' birthdays part, birthday parties, which he did. He wanted to go to a few more. He was a Notre Dame alumni. He wanted to go to more, a few more Notre Dame football games, which he did. He wanted to make sure my mom was set financially and physically, which he did. Some of the days were miserable due to the cancer and chemotherapy. But again, when you asked how he was doing, I always said, fantastic. That was his choice. Now, he ended up living for two years, beating the doctor's estimates and doing so many fulfilling things over that time. He didn't have control over the fact that the cancer attacked him, but he did have control over how he responded to it. That was his choice. You know, a few years ago, I had guessed Elaine Kapatashungo so now entrepreneur on my podcast. Now, when he was five years old, I believe his father was a diplomat. He found himself, the family found himself in the middle of the Rwandan civil war. That wasn't his choice. It wasn't his choice that millions around him were being killed, but it was the choice of his mom, his sister, and him to have a daily mindset that as he told me was, we will not die today. It was their choice to keep moving forward not simply stopping and resigning themselves to the fact that they would be killed in the genocide. And they lived and they're thriving. Things outside our control impact each of us every day. We have no choice in those matters, but we do have a choice about how we will respond. Now, you know, I, I mentioned that I shut down my seven-figure agency about five years ago. Now I've done some LinkedIn videos on that and I get interesting responses to that. And one time when I posted, uh, I was near the beach. We, we moved near the beach. I was with my kids. And one commenter said, well, not all of us have the ability to make those choices. He said, I'd love to live in New York City, but I have to remain there because of my elderly relatives and some other matters. Now, are those important reasons to remain and not move? Absolutely. But you're not a victim. It is your choice to do so. I'm not saying they're easy choices. I'm not saying they're always pleasant choices. Sometimes life is full of choices that don't seem that great, but they are your choices and realizing that they are your choices is a first step to pulling yourself out of the victim mentality that keeps you behind. Your limiting beliefs reside in your subconscious and want to pull you into victim mentality because being a victim is safe. Being a victim allows you to put the responsibility on everyone else. 
But guess what? Being a victim can trap you in that comfort zone of misery. The first step is realizing it is your choice, whether you want to believe it or not. Even the mere mindset shift in which you tell yourself that I'm here because I choose to be can be so empowering. It's liberating. It's a daily reminder that you're not simply a prisoner of circumstance, but you are a free human being of choice. That same commenter in New York City, he asked me about alignment. He asserted that high-flying executives are forced to work 12 to 14-hour days and can't possibly experience life alignment each day. My, re my response is simply this. Nobody forces anyone to be a high-flying executive. Nobody is forcing the law partner who rarely sees his wife and kids is drunk too much and sick all the time to remain in his job. He may think he has no choice. Maybe that forgives himself or he forgives himself. He thinks he's or excuses himself from the responsibility, but he's wrong. The life he leads, the life you lead, the job you work at are your choice 100%. It's easy to forget that in our society where we think we're forced to work at jobs we hate. It is untrue. It is your choice. You're either a free sovereign human being or you are not. And if you believe you're not, you're wrong. But if you believe you're not, that's the life you're going to live. Because as I've said before on this podcast, you are not your beliefs, but you become what you believe. So if you want to start pulling yourself out of the victim mentality and empowering yourself, start realizing that you have a choice. Otherwise, you're condemning yourself to that life of victimhood. So realizing you have a choice in the matter of how you lead your life, wanting to scrap the myth of work-life balance in favor of aligning the three facets of your life. How can you tell which areas of your life might be out of alignment? Well, if you read my book, maybe you know where I'm going with this. The answer lies in a pizza pie. That's right, the pizza pie has all the answers. So here's a quick activity to help you determine what areas of your life might be out of alignment. Grab a piece of paper and a pen. In the middle of the piece of paper, draw a big circle. That's your pizza pie. Now the pie is gonna have three slices, but don't draw these slices yet. One slice is gonna be for your work and career. One is gonna be for your relationships, your family, you know, and one slice is gonna be for yourself. But the size of each slice has to be in direct proportion to the actual time, but also anxiety, stress, mind share, energy you spend in each facet of your life. What that means is if you only work 60 hours a week, but you're not present on the weekends because you're spending every waking moment thinking about that Monday conference call, then it's a lot more than 60 hours a week. Okay, so go ahead. What I'm going to do is you pause this podcast, go ahead and draw those slices right now. Okay. If you're done drawing those slices, I'd like you to look at the slices and reflect. Just look at them. Look at those slices. Now, re right over the, the initial pizza pie that you drew, redraw those slices. But this time, the size of the slices should be in proportion to how you want your life to be. How do you want your self-care to be? How do you want your relationships and family life to be? How do you want your work and career to be? So draw those right on top of that original pizza pie. Pause the podcast now and draw. Okay, so now you have those two pizza pies right on top of each other. Look at the difference between the size of the slices. Is there a big difference? Now, you know by looking at this which areas of your life need to be brought into alignment. There's no right or wrong answer. 
in terms of how big each slice should be based on how you want it to be. What constitutes alignment for me doesn't necessarily mean alignment for you. Everyone is unique with unique strengths, family situations, and circumstances. That being said, people with whom I do this activity usually feel that the work slice is too big and the self slice is too small. When people realize they need to invest more in that slice of self, they get a sense of guilt. Guilt that they might have to steal time and effort from family or work, but don't ever feel guilty about investing in yourself. You know why? If you're not at 100%, how are you going to give 100% to your family, your clients, the people around you, community? Self-care is not selfish. In fact, self-care is selfless. Because everything you do starts from within, the energy you give off. Remember earlier I talked about emotional contagion? Well, it starts within you. If you go about your day grumpy in a shitty mood, how do you think you're going to affect those around you? So invest in your self-care. Do it in alignment with your relationships and your work. Investing in yourself means more rest, more relaxation, more time for learning, more thinking, processing your day. When you invest in your mental health and your physical health, your work and your family will be better off. Your relationships will improve. You'll have more energy to focus on the things that are essential, not just busy work, things that are actually going to move your work forward. So I urge you today, stop chasing that mythical work-life balance. And it's so programmed into our head that people get so pissed off when I post about this on social media. My gosh, they got to defend balance. And most of these people are those who are rationalizing a lifestyle in which they're stressed at work, about to have a heart attack, not seeing their spouse, not seeing their kids. And so they want to rationalize it. I understand it. You want to defend the land that you own right now. But I urge you, just let a little bit of this in. The reason I do what I do is I don't want you to get to the point that I got to where I shut down. I fired a million and a half dollars worth of clients in a single morning because the pain got too bad because over a span of probably eight or nine years, I was in denial. I allowed my limiting beliefs to make me their bitch and I didn't make a change. And if I didn't make that change, I'd be probably dead today. Fat, drunk, and stupid. But the pain got so bad. There is another way. And that way right now is deciding and knowing and realizing that you have a choice. You have a choice to start today. And it begins with defining that clear vision for your life, reverse engineering it. What do you want your alignment to be? Putting together your daily outcomes and following it. And if those limiting beliefs are stopping you, then on the front end, we got to clear those beliefs, replace them with the empowering beliefs, align them with your behaviors so you can build the life of joy, fulfillment, the life of alignment and freedom that you want. I want to thank you for listening today. And if you're a driven man who wants to free yourself of the limiting beliefs and the tension and the stress and the failed chasing of balance, so that you can rediscover and live the life of joy and fulfillment and freedom you want, send me a text today, 928-275-1511. 928-275-1511. My name is Kurt Mercadante. This is the Freedom Media Network. Thank you so much. 